0: Hello and welcome everyone to another one of these beautiful mindful conversations. You know, are there days where you wake up and you're feeling really great, but then maybe you saw something, maybe you heard something, maybe something popped in your mind and that feel good feeling, suddenly you hit a low point and you go on throughout your day, not feeling great, Not wondering about what uplifts you, but instead focusing on the things that you're not happy about, that negativity. So today, my guest, Dr. Kimberly, and I will be discussing that about mindset, self-care, and of course, self-love. Thank you, Dr. Kimberly, for being here on my Mindful Conversation podcast.
1: Thank you, Tonya, for having me. I'm so excited to be here and share with your audience and have this conversation and grow together.
0: Yeah, I, I feel it's a really such an important conversation that we're going to have. I always say that we can never hear it enough. We can never hear it enough because those self-doubt sometimes never go away, but it's whether we give them power or not. So, Dr. Kimberly, can you tell us quickly where you are from?
1: Right. Well, I am originally a Detroiter. Currently, I am transplanted or stranded, depending on the day, in, <laughs> in Fort Mill, South Carolina. Um, and that's where I'm from.
0: Wonderful. Thank you. And I know about you. And the reason I reached out to you, Dr. Kimberly, is because I love that you have that same mindset that I talk about too, is about self-love, loving who you are, about mindset, about, you know, kind of shifting it and not comparing yourself. So tell us a little bit about who you
1: are. Okay. Well, so I'm the eldest child of two. I'm actually the product of teenage parents. And, uh, so that usually doesn't uh, bode well for a good start, but my, my, uh, parents instilled a lot of good values in me. And one of the, um, I remember we were talking before about one of the things that we live by, and uh, I'm, I'm going to make this a short story, but to kind of share who I am, but I remember being really upset as I was about to graduate. I was in the Marine Corps and I was taking college classes and I was bemoaning to my dad about, Man, I'm going to be, and I think it was 28. I won't be, I'll be 28 by the time I graduate. Da, 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 da. And he said to me, Well, you can be 28 with a degree, or you can be 28 without a degree. Which one are you going to be? And it just blew my mind and set the tone for the rest of my life about mindset. So I, I wanted to share that story because that has a lot to do with who I am when you talk about. You, talk initially about comparing who you are and what um and how you run your life that that runs through my head constantly so i'm a person who likes to believe that i'm never too late i'm always where i'm supposed to be and you know to cut off that inner critic
0: yeah so you know what i'm hearing i love the words that's you know that's that inner critic and that message I'm hearing is believe in yourself and know you're worthy and you have a choice right believe that you can make choices to go after what you want or those big dreams right and and know that you are worthy and you are capable of doing that and you have the choice to stay where you are or take those steps that you need to take to get where you want to be
1: exactly Exactly. yeah Yeah.
0: and as far as you know, you mentioned it where, you know, mindsets get so ingrained into however far back we look at, right? And maybe it's words, actions, uh, things we saw. And that, believe it or not, is deep-seated within us. And sometimes we have a hard time understanding that that creates that mindset, that creates who we are, that creates us to strive ahead, that creates us to stay where we are, stuck and not go ahead. And it's realizing what is inside us, what's deep within our soul. When we find that why, when we, we when we've discovered what was there, what is there, it helps us to continue when we value that, okay, this is maybe you know this this negativity I'm feeling is due to this. However, I'm going to get past that and I'm going to move ahead and I'm going to take these baby steps to do that. And part of that is taking care of yourself, right? Because if you don't take care of yourself, if you don't understand who you are, if you don't value who you are, then those daily routines, those daily habits become really hard to go after. So tying that all up together, Dr. Kimberly, what is a self-care, I'll say routine or daily habit that you do religiously that helps you continue on feeling uplifted? And sure, there's days where you might feel a little bit down, but overall, what are those daily habits, those self-care habits, routines that you do every day that keeps you on this positive journey and even self-discovery?
1: Right. Well, the main thing I do is is when I first wake up, I sit in a chair. I set my, my stopwatch for 15 minutes and I just sit still i don't check my email i don't pick up my phone but i sit still for 15 minutes i don't move i don't adjust i don't blink i am just getting in touch with myself and grounding myself um, to my world and my experience and then i set my intention and my agenda um, because what i was doing previously is wake up pick up the phone what messages did i get what emails and, and then I'm on everybody else's timetable. I'm on everybody else's agenda. And I look at the end of the day, upset, disgruntled, because I didn't get to what was important for me and my needs. So that's, that's one of the things I do at least five days a week. Saturday and Sunday, they're a little more loose. I don't need to yeah. do that. But during the week, I find that I have to do that.
0: Nice. And I love that, you know, something ties in with I talk about, you know, you need to make it happen, right? You choose that as soon as I'm getting up, I'm going to make me time because that's going to set me up for the rest of the day. You said when you picked up that phone and emailed so many women do it. How is that setting yourself up it's like oh my god i'm stressed or what is this person writing right you're setting yourself up now for stress the rest of the day and then at the end of the day you say oh my gosh i didn't do anything for myself no wonder i feel like crap like sometimes you don't don't even realize that but the fact is you you're setting up your intentions you're taking care of yourself you're giving yourself that me time Whatever feels good at the moment and you're not letting excuses stop you. And you've learned that when I give the choice, when I allow myself the choice to give myself what I need, it doesn't matter what perhaps I'm faced with throughout the day, but I made time for myself and I'm better able to deal with what I'm faced with during that day. During that day. And I love that, Dr. Kimberly, because so many times, and I'm sure you hear this with your clients as well, so many times you hear women say, Oh, but I don't have time. I don't know how to do it. Oh, but I have so many other things to do. Do you hear that as well?
1: Oh, absolutely. I don't have time. My schedule doesn't allow that. There's so many. So essentially, we're allowing the tail to wag the dog. So to speak. Yeah, Uh, yeah, exactly. Rather than making choices about what we can. And I didn't, you know, for a long time, I didn't think it was possible. And uh, there really was something about the pandemic that made me truly go into self care. Uh, Because the thing about mental health and coaching, it was in demand like nobody's business. I found myself because I also participated in the crisis with the, the cruise lines when they were stuck out there and having to get calls from around the world and have translators talking to families and sometimes notifying them even if you know their family member had passed. And um, and because it was a global operation, I noticed that I was working eighteen-hour days at, at some point, and I said enough. I'm blocking off two hours in every day in the middle of my day for me. And it it was scary because I thought, oh, will will I be able to pay these bills? Will I be able to do this? And miraculously, the revenue still came. My business didn't fall apart. I was still able to exist. I didn't have to chase to do something else. I was okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it sounds like knowing that you were okay, knowing that it didn't change that financial, knowing that, wow, I really need to do this because I feel so much better and I'm able to deal with with challenges better yeah. when I am take care of myself. And I'm hearing that, I feel that's what continues to give you that motivation every morning to take those 15 minutes to just, I'm going to sit, ground myself, and just simply be in the moment. And I use the word "just" because it's a simple thing to do, a simple thing to do. And I, you know, I, I'm hearing too. I, I, you know, there was that challenges that you were facing, after having these eighteen hours days and making time for yourself. And right now, and I, because I feel that that set the light bulb moment that okay, I need to really enhance how my me time is important. And you got over that challenge because it like that was a big challenge. Like, do I have to, if I if I make time for myself, like, do I have to do that? Oh yeah, that was a huge challenge. You saw the positive outcome of it and you continue to see it. So right now, today, Dr. Kimberly, in the last six months, is there a really another challenge that, that you're meeting right now? And what's something that you're doing to get over that challenge?
1: Ah, uh, so... That challenge is really, I I have a child who became an adult. (laughs) And And it's a girl, right? A girl? No, No. it's it's a young man. and So I'm learning how to be, I'm trying to recall all of those things that I told other mothers who were, who had to transition to that being the parent of an adult and so I we are renegotiating boundaries and it, it's funny when I hear him ask he'll say mommy is it okay if I join the gym or can I still so he's we're he's still trying to figure it out too he's still asking for permission to yeah. go places and do things and I think it's cute but I know I can't let him stay there but I'm just you know that mommy heart is still just loving that so I'm trying to let him fly and for me to fit into a new position
0: oh my gosh I hear you Dr. Kimberly because I have a 15 year old daughter who's going to be 16 the new year and I have an 18 year old son who's going to be 19 in December and those they're both going kind of like girls and boys are on two different levels and when you mentioned you know a child going into adult I thought oh my gosh if it's a daughter like
1: because it is totally
0: different it's totally different so I totally get it well you know and I've heard this from other moms too that it's like when you have a daughter she's 18 going on 21 it never changes and 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 the boys tend to still be that that younger uh, that mom they still are like all about mom but and, still want that independent. Like <laughs> I love that. I love that. I'm like, oh my gosh. I love that.
1: Yeah. Well, my daughter's 17. One. So uh, she's already. So, so this is, they had definitely had different educational journeys. Um, whereas my son graduated late because he didn't do what he was supposed to do. And my daughter is looking at graduating early in December. And she's already, she's a, she has a job interview. The Saturday so she she's like I need to uh she wants to be an actress I need to graduate early so I can make more money so I can live in California and I'm just like what, what is this <laughs> I don't understand any of this and she's like I'm leaving and I don't need you guys oh my god
0: oh my god boy these stories sound familiar <laughs> I mean the education uh, in the U.S. is very different from Canada but 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 uh yeah as far as our youth our teenagers, I think, around the world, I I really do. It's such a similar, familiar story. Oh my gosh, yeah, motherhood is is a challenge no matter what, isn't it? No matter what, so yeah, to all the mums that are listening today, you are not
1: alone in what you're facing. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Oh
0: my gosh, Dr. Kimberly, there's huge, 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 and even prior to COVID, there's been a huge negativity around there and it can really affect us but what keeps you you know having this positive energy this positive mindset and again what I mentioned earlier you know you and I both there's times where it's not positive and that's okay but overall it is because how we set up our intentions in the morning how we end our day at the end of the day right sets you up then for continued I'll say a positive journey. So what helps you, Dr. Kimley, keep that positive
1: mindset? Well, um, and, and I'm going to share what, what helps me keep this positive mindset. Another short, quick story. So I always remember what I tell my clients about is a Freddy's drive-thru. And so that's a restaurant. Oh, okay. I mean. So it, let's just say McDonald's because that's nationwide. Okay. So, so I, I always remember the story. Imagine I go to a McDonald's drive-thru. I order $10 worth of food, I give the cashier a $20 bill. Cashier walks away and I say, does she think I'm stupid? She kept my money, I'm I'm ticked off, I want the manager, I want her fired, okay? Imagine scenario B, I will go through that, so that's scenario A, I'm angry, I'm frustrated. Scenario B, I go through the drive-through, give the cashier a $20 bill, they walk off, even though I ordered $10 of food, and I said, oh, man, it's really busy in there. I, You know what? She, when she comes back, I'm just going to let her know that she she forgot to give me my change. So in that scenario, I'm patient and I'm understanding. In scenario C, I still I go through the drive through I or order $10 worth of food. I give a $20, a $20 bill. Cashier walks away. I say, oh, bless her heart. You know what? She looks like she hasn't eaten any in a while. She probably has a kid too. I'm just going to let her keep that money as a blessing. So in that, and in that scenario, I'm patient. I'm understand I'm charitable. So that always reminds me that the, the facts of that situation didn't change one iota. What changed is how I felt the thoughts that I had in my mind, which dictated my emotions and my behavior so it helps me to remember there's always a different way to look at the situation it's our perception is not always accurate and so consider the consider different possibilities
0: yeah so what i'm hearing is to keep kindness a part of you right Mm -hmm. to not fly off the deep end right away and and when you become aware of your feelings. I really feel strongly and, and talk to this about people too. When you become aware of your feelings, you need to allow yourself to recognize that, then it really affects how you're going to react to the situation. Right? Situation, and you're so right. We never know what's the saying. We've never walked in someone else's shoes unless we put them on or something like that, right? right. Or footsteps in the sand. We never w- know what their story or situation is.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, and it's it's so important to remember. And you're right, you know, there's people, you know, I've heard people say, oh, you know, I talked to somebody and they just flew off the deep end and they were just like venting at me. But I was like, well, perhaps they vented with you because they feel comfortable because right. you know they know you're not going to judge them. Because you just happened to be there and they just had nothing left in them. I always say never take it personally, personally. Right. So I love how you put that scenario because I really feel that those are three true situations. I, I do specifically like, you know, number two, because it's a simple thing. Number three, I, I think can be hard, difficult for some people to Uh, okay, keep my change, right? Because I'm looking at overall what people, but that that simple step of two and three, it's just kindness. It's so simple. Just take a breath, just take a breath and, 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 you know, put yourself and how would you feel if someone got angry at you if you just didn't do something or you did something without even thinking or you didn't mean to do it? You'd be upset if someone flew off and you'd be, happier right if they were just you know kind about it too so right. i think you know those three ser- scenarios you gave dr kimberly there's so much hidden feelings and emotions between all three scenarios so i love that and uh and i, I with this i hope people think about that on a daily basis or or when they're faced with today or Tomorrow, a situation like that, instead of getting upset right away, take a moment. Right. Take a moment, and then because often that's, we just need that moment, right? Maybe, maybe you've been having a terrible day, and that caused you to react in an awful way, and then you end up here. Goes the negativity because you end up feeling awful for the way you reacted. Right. Um, so yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that. Uh, Dr. Kimberly. There are three questions as we're slowly coming to an end here that I ask every guest. And it, it kind of is my favorite part. I mean, I love our conversation that we've had. Oh my gosh. Uh, Because you speak, I feel the same message that I love talking about as well, but let's dig deep a little bit here. (laughs) Okay. all right about quotes you know there's always quotes in life that we we either have sticking up somewhere or we have framed or they're in the back of our mind or we hear them throughout the life and they really stay within our heart and within our soul and our mind what is a quote that you absolutely love by and tend to maybe even go through life with
1: right well there, I have twin quotes. One was the earlier one that I mentioned about my dad, about my situation. The other one is an Eleanor Roosevelt quote. And sometimes I get it perfect. Sometimes I don't. But essentially, it's never allow someone to tell you no who doesn't have the power to tell you yes.
0: Oh, my gosh. I love that, right? Because you have the power to say no. But often, especially women, are afraid to say no. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's a whole different conversation.
1: <laughs> right. Or even some allowing someone. Uh, so one of the things that I do for myself when I want to do this big, hairy, audacious goal, I don't share it. I protect that. Mm. I just do it. I, I don't. I don't share it because sometimes I found when I share things prematurely, others are like, what makes you think you can do that? that's that's so hard well good luck to you and then that starts my inner critic and that doubt so sometimes I just protect my little jewels when I want to do do a shift or do something different so that's a quote I'm sorry I thought it went too long.
0: no no never apologize never apologize because <laughs> there was a reason I always people say oh it's funny they're like Tonya you're right you said never t- apologize I said yeah for something like that because that was a thought. That needed to be voiced because someone out there needs to hear it so no apology needed we're good as women apologizing
1: aren't we we are and uh, that's one thing that i've been trying to erase because i definitely uh have shared that with others no apologies you are as you are
0: yeah yeah and if you don't like it that has nothing to do with me
1: <laughs> Absolutely. yeah
0: so you've shared some one wonderful advice during our whole conversation today. But what's something else maybe is in the back of your head that you haven't shared yet? What's really a huge thought or a huge advice you can share with our listeners today?
1: What what I'd like most to share with the listeners today is that you have to enjoy the journey. I think so many times we are on a grind and we're on a hustle to get to that next level, to build our business more, to do this, to reach more people, that we lose all the elements that make that journey worth it. Like we, we don't focus on our relationships with our children or our parents or our, our intimate partners or our friends, and we find ourselves alone and we wonder well, why, why did they leave? Well, if you didn't invest any time or energy in that relationship and they got lonely and left. So enjoy the journey, have some balance. You can't always be perfectly balanced, but we can integrate that. Um, yeah. So that's, that's really what I would like to share.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's a journey and it's a balance, right? And nothing's perfect. It can feel this is the best
1: but i always
0: you know people always strive for perfection in my i see it as a perfection doesn't exist because then you're never going to be satisfied or happy or complete but if you feel like oh, this feels great savor that that is
1: perfection right and and we yeah. get to decide so that that's what's so unique we get to decide what is perfection. So I have a, a colleague. She's a she's a very well known, respected psychologist. She teaches at nothing but top universities, uh, makes tons of money, and her husband is a mechanic. Nothing wrong with that, yeah. but there are some people who would say, "Why would you marry a mechanic? You know, that's yeah. blue collar." Judging, yeah. That is that is her success she is ecstatic and happy so we get to decide what success looks like
0: yeah yeah beautiful yeah yeah people are judgy (laughs) it's the what if they think this what should you know it's like never mind it's you it's you it's you that needs to be happy and fulfilled and you that needs to experience that joy not somebody else right
1: absolutely
0: yeah yeah now of course your mom So you cannot include family in my last question. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So Dr. Kimberly, if this was the last day of your life, Mm. what is something that you would be grateful for?
1: This was the last day of my life. And I'd be grateful for two things. Uh, One would be nature. There is just such beauty and healing in nature, just all forms of it. Um, It's just been a really powerful force in my life. And the other would be true friendship. I've had some friendships going on 40 years now and they know me backwards and forwards. So those are the two things that I would be most grateful for.
0: Lovely, yeah. Definitely, definitely got to keep those at heart, right? Dr. Kimley, thank you very much for this beautiful conversation, this deep insight and helping to spread the word that just love who we are and and stay on that journey and give yourself value and do things that uplift you and most importantly, make time for yourself every day keep it simple make it happen you deserve it so to everybody watch everybody watching today thank you love who you are remember today when you lie in bed think about the best thing that happened and when you wake up in the morning feel or write it down what you're grateful for this is tanya understand lease telling you to love who you are (laughs) mindful coach self-care coach have a beautiful day remember to subscribe so you get notification when the next mindful conversation and video comes on my channel take care everyone bye-bye